0: I remember there are certain times like on a Saturday or Sunday, it's like, "Ah, I should get this done. It's like, am I gonna remember at the end of my days that I worked through a Saturday? Or am I gonna remember that extra day that I was walking on the beach with Glenn? Am I gonna remember the beach club that I was at sipping rose and wearing a caftan that I felt gorgeous in and having fun with friends? You've gotten great at divine working Welcome to today's Divine Living Podcast Queen. I am so excited to be with you today. On, I probably say this a lot, but this truly is one of my most favorite subjects, and it is all on leveling up your lifestyle. This is one of the areas that I used to make myself so wrong in. I used to try to hide it. And to this day, I don't, there are few things I am more excited about than lifestyle elements. It's just, so I've now given myself full permission to just get that whatever else is important to me, spirituality, women's empowerment, financial success, making a difference in other people's lives, it is also my love for lifestyle that is part of what makes me me. So I got this request from one of my Q Club members, and I really, really intend that this is of great service to you. Because it, one of the things that I have seen so many women do is put themselves on the back burner, try to do too much, go into overwhelm, go into burnout, not have feelings of worthiness about spending money on yourself or even taking time for yourself. You know, a luxurious lifestyle isn't always about how much money you're spending. And I think the thing that really, really broke my heart is I just assumed that everybody wanted the same things. Naive, I know. But hey, I only had a master's degree in clinical psychology there. But I just assumed like, who wouldn't want to like, take time off and update their wardrobe, redecorate their house when we could travel and you know, whatever, get support in your business or home or otherwise. And I completely assumed that the only reason other women weren't doing that too, was because they were like me and they were broke. (laughs) <laughs> because if I just had enough money, then that would be no problem. And it's not. It's not about money. It's about a mentality because I, to this day, have seven and eight, count it, seven and eight figure friends that haven't given themselves permission to live a beautiful life in all the areas of their life, uh, haven't given themselves the luxurious lifestyle of having time and space to themselves or time with their partner, whatever it is. So today we're going to dive in deep. I'm going to share with you some of my favorite go-tos. I'm going to share with you some of my daily habits, some of my special occasion stuff and, and why I believe women leveling up their lifestyle is going to make the biggest difference in whatever your soul's purpose is. All right, so let's start with a prayer and then we will dive on in. (sighs) Dear God, thank you. Thank you for making us women exactly the way we are, geared towards beauty, made to literally make this world a more gorgeous place. The type of people who know how to experience the finer things in life, however we define them as finer. And I pray in this moment that every woman listening, whatever her lifestyle dreams are that are authentic to her, that she would start to prioritize them more, that she would see them as truly spiritual gifts also, that she would not make them less important, but more important, and that she would absolutely give herself permission to live the life that you have designed and destined for her. And we pray all of this believing, amen. All right, there is no particular order that we need to begin in here, but understanding that your desires are in you for a reason, all of your desires, your desire to start the business you wanna start, your desire to work with a certain type of client, your desire to take that whatever trip, move into the dream home, marry the soulmate, get a dog, take a bath, take a nap, whatever the desire is, is actually meant to guide you. Now, desires come from feminine energy. So remember, feminine energy is in both male and female, so is masculine energy. And the feminine energy is about all things that are basically counterintuitive to Western culture. We have been taught that most things in the feminine are either wrong, crazy, irrelevant, or, somehow never going to work, right? Women's intuition, they roll their eyes. Play, pleasure, those things are supposed to be only experienced if there's enough time and money left over. Passion, well, that's been made wrong in every corner of the earth for centuries. Creativity, it's what kids do when they color and play and their paints and that kind of thing, right? Like, All the things around that, that make us feminine women feminine and come alive and stay juicy and exciting and electrifying and larger than life have literally been made wrong because we have been told that what is relevant is the masculine, the masculine, the probable, the predictable, the tangible, the concrete, the linear, you know, all of those things, that's what's responsible. That's what's the right thing to do. And when you study femininity, and I talk about this a lot in my book, The Audacity to be Queen, The Unapologetic Art of Dreaming Big and Manifesting Your Most Fabulous Life. If you haven't gotten it, check the link out in the show notes and you can see where you can pick up a copy of the book where I talk about this more extensively. But when you understand and really study femininity, you. Actually, get that your desires are a guiding light to your next step of your purpose to fulfill your calling. Now, the issue that we have is that oftentimes when we see our desires, you're like, "I want that pair of boots. I want to, I don't know, buy new beautiful bedding. I'm gonna go to a, that gorgeous new restaurant. What, whatever those desires are, it's like, oh, but wait." it's a Wednesday or that's too expensive. I should save that for my birthday wish or it doesn't make sense to take that trip now, skip if it's like, you know, COVID issues or whatever. Back when the world opens up, you know, shouldn't take that trip or not. I I need to spend more time working and then once I make enough money or get this team trained or get X number of clients, then, 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 because we have been brainwashed that what society considers reasonable and probable and practical and predictable is what actually should be done. I don't know how many of you have read the Bible recently or are deeply committed to whatever your spiritual path is. I find God to be very unreasonable, highly unpredictable, filled with miraculous, basically femininity, right? All the miracles, none of them happened because of what was logical, tangible, concrete, practical, or predictable. So if you are looking for a justification to make your desires somehow legit, you can ground them in spiritual guidance. Because The desires that are in you, when they're not ego-based, and I know we can talk about like what's what's the fine line between, but when the desires are in you, who do you think placed them there? If you have this pulsating pull to, I don't know, go out and garden this afternoon, what do you think that's about? Escapism? No. Unless it is, and then you know that, but our desires are meant to lead us to the next step. So... When you're struggling financially, your only option is to be self-obsessed and function in survive mode, because you're just trying to figure out how to survive, how to eat that day, how to pay the bills, keep a roof over your head, keep the electricity turned on. And the really sad and damaging part about being in financial struggle is that then becomes a habit, and it becomes a way of thinking, and it becomes a lifestyle. Like oh, that would be, no, I can't have that because I need to save the money because like, I got to pay this bill or there's a tax bill coming up or uh, what if my kid needs something or, you know, so there's like this constant state of basically terror. You can call it fear, but I experience terror about not being able to really be divinely guided. And then when I gave all that up, when I did start to make some money and, and, and start to actually have options and choices, because yes, money buys happiness, choices, and options. It doesn't buy all happiness, but it definitely buys some happiness and choices and options. And then I started to realize what my desires really were because money is energy and energy will raise your consciousness, right? When you have more energy, you, you can have more consciousness when it's used in the right way. So I was like, oh wow, I'm past just waking up and ask trying to figure out how I can make money today. And there's like an extra amount of money here. So I could put it in savings. I could invest it in something. I could hire help around the house. I could hire help at work. I could buy a pair of Jimmy Chews. Like, like I could give it to someone else in need. Like there's a lot of choices when you're starting to up level in your business. And what I have found is that when you are really clear about what your actual desires are, God has placed those desires in your heart and they are meant to lead you to the next step and the next step and the next step. So for example, and I talk about this in my book as well, it was back in 2000, whatever, five, six, people were talking about like becoming an entrepreneur and starting your own business and you know being so happy that you're gonna leap out of bed in the morning. Well, I'm lit up about women's empowerment. And I'd been doing that for a while in my psychotherapy practice. And then as a life coach,
1: I wasn't exactly
0: leaping out of bed in the morning over it. It was like fulfilling and satisfying and meaningful. And then finally, I was just like, what would actually have me leap out of bed in the morning? And I was like, If I knew I was going to Italy, if I knew I was going to the Amalfi Coast, and at that time, I had never been there before, I was like, that would have me feel like leaping out of bed that morning. And I was like, Gina, shallow, materialistic, irresponsible. You're in debt. You have a tax lien. You have credit cards that you owe money to. You have have years before you will be authorized to set foot into the motherland. It wouldn't go away. It wouldn't go away. It wouldn't go away. And then finally, you know, what you resist persists. And I was like, this makes zero sense to everyone else financially. This makes zero sense in terms of business, taking time off for my baby. This makes zero sense, but it wouldn't go away. And I just thought, what if I trusted it? What if I just trusted that though it makes no logical sense that I'm meant to go to Italy, okay? So at that point, I had been heavily talking about the the Esther experience and the story of Queen Esther and women being queens and the personal transformation of being orphaned and exiled and the whole thing. And so I went to Italy and I kind of hit it because I thought this is going to be sort of career suicide if people really realize that I'm just lit up about going to Italy. And then when I got there, I was like so filled with Everything that I was so excited I about. Mean, it, was, it was better than they said. The colorful homes and the margarita pizzas and, and the wine and the Isle of Capri and like the whole thing was just a paradise to me. And I was like so filled with joy, so filled with enthusiasm. Like, I, it, like it put this energy into my newsletter that week that was like unparalleled. Stuck a little picture of where I was at, kind of afraid to say, like hit send and was like, oh God, what are they going to say? And the awareness that came to me only after I bought the plane tickets and only after I was walking around in Positano did I realize, oh, God wanted to expand the brand and the message. He didn't just want this to be a symbolic personal development journey that I was on or that I took other women on. He wanted me to have the full experience inward and outward of what it meant to be a queen and as soon you know like thoughts grow stronger as they are shared as soon as i shared that i was in the amalfi coast having the time of my life i started getting emails in that i never got from my newsletter previously women were writing in and saying i want to go to italy too and i want to go shopping too it was like this vortex of unleashing of our true desires we're coming And This other woman wrote, it. I don't want to go to Italy, but I do want to go to Costa Rica and I want to go on a yoga retreat. And some other lady, I'll never forget, in England wrote it, I don't want to go anywhere. I just want new curtains in my kitchen. And what this showed me was that women around the world were identifying what queenhood felt like to them, what one aspect of it anyways, that it doesn't have to always be about what quote unquote spiritual people have You know, disgust is what is okay or spiritual or meaningful or deep. And when I realized that this level of beauty and placing myself in this high vibrational environment, and when I say high vibrational, placing myself in an environment that lit me up. If you want to go walk through the redwoods in Northern California and there's not a five star hotel in sight and that's your idea of a high vibrational environment, great queen, you do you. And so, really getting that I didn't know. I thought I was doing something wrong and kind of like cheated my way there. Really getting that these desires, they're not wrong and following them isn't going to have you be punished. It's just the opposite. It's going to unleash you in your real power. And for me, that particular trip showed me me saying yes to my desires wasn't just about me. It was about, yes, me expanding into my purpose and my calling, but it was about the message that I was meant to share with so many women around the world. It's also what made me different and unique. I remember years later, there was this uh, team member of mine and she's like, you know, Gina, she's like, and I had done divine living and like, you know, luxury intensives at that point. I didn't think I was being super shy about my brand. And she's like, you know what really sets you apart, Gina? And I said, what? And she said, lifestyle. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she said, well, all the entrepreneurs out there, they're talking about other things. She's like, your thing like with entrepreneurialism and lifestyle, that's what sets you apart. And I said, well, what are the other entrepreneurs talking about? And I, I think she said, making a difference in people's lives or something like that. And I'm like, I'm not exactly sure how to take this. But what I got from it was there are other women that are interested in lifestyle as well. And maybe you were raised like me where my mother did the best and my father did the best they knew to do. First of all, I, first of all, this type of flair for lifestyle, it wasn't really their thing. And they also didn't have the money for some of the experiences that have become important to me. And so when you realize that you have complete permission to make whatever money You desire to make and spend it however you desire as well. There is freedom and there is power in that. When I say that, it's not that Glenn and I like. I'm just like whatever, Glenn. I don't care what you think. I'm just going to do what I want. When you realize, like you know what, there's a certain part of my business that it doesn't light me up. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to. I want to hire that out. Right? Like that's a lifestyle elevation. When you realize I don't want to work till eight o'clock anymore. I'm going to shut the computer down at six, right? That's a way to up level your lifestyle, your environment. Not that my current home at the moment fully reflects it, but because we just moved into a new home at the time of this recording, but you know, I'm going and purchasing beautiful things to fill the home so that the, the, the vibe is high and it's an exquisite reflection of me and Glenn. And so understanding that you, starting to realize that your desires actually are meant to lead you to the way that you are meant to go, they're not frivolous. Um, I'll, I'll share one more quick story. After the, I um, had made a certain amount of money in my business, I had this desire to go to San Tropez again, desire, it didn't look realistic or probable or predictable or tangible, responsible in any of that. And Glenn even told me he's like, I'm not gonna be a lifestyle chunky. And I said, Well, I got this desire to go Saint Tropez, so and I said I'm going to get a client while I'm there. So that doesn't look probable or practical. And the short version is, I went to Saint Tropez, had the time of my life, had this beautiful experience, and was sitting on a bar stool. And someone asked me what I did, and I said I was a life coach. She said she was looking for one, and she hired me right there on the spot, bar stool, Saint Tropez, twenty thousand dollar package. So, what was actually responsible, me going to Saint-Tropez, because not only did I get my trip paid for, but I made money on top of it. Like God doesn't work the way old white dead men work when it comes to money. So when you allow yourself to be divinely guided and really trust the feminine, you will stay out of the house. You don't have to know all of the answers. What you must do, in my opinion, to be a queen in terms of lifestyle is really hear yourself, like really take the time to listen to yourself. So one of the priorities that I have that I, for me, leads to a luxurious lifestyle is my morning routine. So I wake up without an alarm clock. I don't have any technical device in my bedroom. We don't have a television, no phones, no nothing. And I let my body wake up when it wants to wake up. Now I have become a morning person. So I, I wake up either before or as the sun is rising and I have coffee time with Glenn. And then I have the time in space. I've created the time in space. I should say, as everyone's like, well, that's, she can do that because she doesn't have kids or this or that. Or no, 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 because I created no excuses around it. So I journal and I read and I meditate and I work out. And to me, I didn't always have that by the way. I had excuses. I wasn't I would was said I wasn't disciplined. This that, like now I've hired a personal trainer 5 days a week to make sure I work out 5 days a week. To me that's a luxury. Having time and space with my journal that's a luxurious lifestyle, like on a regular basis, not every blue moon. I see so many women just like running on fumes because they never have the chance to recharge themselves. Another part of luxurious lifestyle is having beautiful, for me, organic ingredients in the house, You're like really high quality food because we, we love to cook. Uh, another lifestyle element for me is I create something to look like really look forward to every single day. Like I treat myself every single day and that comes in different forms. Yes. Very oftentimes it it is centered around downtime with me and Glenn and our, and our meals. Like we pick out cool new recipes and we're so lit up by them and we try out new things, especially now during COVID it's like, it's been just really delightful. And so sometimes it's like just treating myself to a new cookbook and and spending time picking out new recipes from there. Other times it's, it's, it's buying beautiful things for the home. Before I was doing probably more uh, beauty treatments and massages and that kind of thing. I'm not doing that as much during COVID time. Really giving myself permission to delegate. And that's been something throughout the years with teams so that I'm not just like forcing myself to do things I hate or I'm not good at or having to work extra long hours. What else in the lifestyle department? little things. I remember when I wanted to get foot massages, you know, uh, backstage during my live events, Glenn thought it was ridiculous. And I was like, well, you're not wearing these high heels 10 hours a day, are you? Like that, you'd get it all day long if that was ridiculous. Clothes. I love, 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 love fashion. And I don't find it frivolous. I find it like art. And I really feel myself in high vibration. I mean, you can probably tell. Most days, I'm, I I don't sit around in yoga clothes. The top knot is like I'm, I'm a little over that one, but I refuse to spend 45 minutes on my hair every day. So now the glam squad's not coming to the house. But that I guess that was another lifestyle piece is that I I would not spend 45 minutes blow drying my hair. I will spend 45 minutes answering emails and getting work done while I have some kind of mobile spa service come to the house. And I would say that's another lifestyle element. I think the other thing to, you know, when travel was happening more, I gave myself permission to like really have trips to look forward to. Um, Now I'm having fun decorating the home. So I've kind of replaced that there. And I think it's really about like, and I even did this in my journal this morning because like my life is good right now. I've got, an amazing man, an amazing team, amazing clients, cool programs, money in the ba- like, you know, like it's everything that I've got right now. Used to just be the wish, and I've ha- gone through a lot of transformation to to get it in this place. And I was like, I was writing my journal earlier today. It's like, what is the next really big up level? Like, what is would would really just have me leaping out of bed in the morning and. And so I'm challenging my myself to really dig deep, to dream even bigger because so many of my dreams now have been checked off. And I don't know, I think that the, I guess the other thing that I kind of take it for granted now, but like every day when the computer gets shut at six o'clock, Glenn and I will go and sit out on the balcony. And if we're not doing some kind of cleanse, have a glass of wine or a margarita or Dirty martini, depending on what the, the menu is that night. Watch the sunset. Talk to each other. <laughs> I had so many people like ir- get irritated because they're like, "I texted you, I boxed you, I like, I, like, how come you didn't get back to me?" It's like, because you did it after six p.m. and I shut my phone down. That is my evening time with Glenn, or when I was going out with girlfriends or couples or whatever. Like that's my social time. I don't. I'm not on call all the time. I don't work all the time. So that's, I think, another lifestyle habit of mine. What else? What else? I'm really big on working with experts. I think you've heard me talk about my trainer in terms of that. But you know, really getting into the notion that your desires lead you into the direction of your purpose. And desires lead you in the direction of your purpose. Like, I have no idea... If, um, I don't know this new thing that I've gotten into with furniture lately, like, I don't know, am I going to have a home office line at some point or my love for fashion and makeup? Like, am I going to get into clothing or makeup? You know, our love for cooking. Are we going to have a restaurant one day? Like, I, I don't know, but I do know that when you do things that light you up, you become more attractive. I don't know how many of you saw, um, our monday night chicken nights that glenn and i are kind of obsessed with and one of my team members was like you know i don't even eat butter but th- as excited as you were that glenn was like buttering this chicken as it came out of the rotisserie she's like it made it made me want to do that like you in your element becomes so attractive when you say yes to what lights you up and what lights you up are your desires and so don't you don't have to confine yourself to your desires just being around work and accomplishment. I think that the art of divine living, which is why I created the Q Club, it's like, yes, so many of us have gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? And so those are the things that I've really been looking at. We had a, a launch that was scheduled to come up. And I sat there and I looked at it, the calendar, and I was like, we could do it. I have an amazing team. I can pull my energy together around it. We can do it. If we do that launch, we're going to make more money. We're going to serve more people. But it felt like it was stuffing. felt like it was just like stuffing even more into a pretty packed calendar. And I just thought, at the end of my days, am I going to look back and remember that I did one more launch or made one more... I don't know what that one would have been—hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars. Like, like, does that really matter? Or am I going to remember that I enjoyed my days? Am I going to remember that I took the time to work smarter, not harder, to do less better? I remember there are certain times, like on a Saturday or Sunday, it's like ah, I should get this done. Work. It's like, am I going to remember at the end of my days? that I worked through a Saturday? Or am I gonna remember that extra day that I was walking on the beach with Glenn? Am I gonna remember the beach club that I was at sipping rose and wearing a caftan that I felt gorgeous in and having fun with friends? And so these are the things that an up-leveled lifestyle will do for you to really get that everything is vibration and everything is energy. And you're not being a diva to hire a personal assistant. You're not being a diva to hire an executive assistant. You're not being a diva to have someone else make a dinner reservation or pick up your kids or do something in, in your house. Or, and you're not wrong if you want to get your nails done or a diamond facial or buy some new clothes or, or whatever your thing is. You living your life by design. You making sure that this is really coming from a place of desire. And you can check yourself like, oh, I saw so-and-so is doing whatever. And it's like, if it's coming from comparisonitis, of course, that's a no. But I think that all of the lifestyle elements, they really, if you know, so many women are wondering what's different about me or what's special or unique about me, when I took what I did on the weekends and merged it with what I loved during the weekdays, that's when I got even clearer about who I am and what I'm about. So... Look to see what really lights you up. And if you don't know because you're too tired or you've been working too much or giving to other people too much, then just at least start by up-leveling your lifestyle by taking more time for you today. Journal, sleep, flip through a magazine, sip on some bone broth, hire a private chef so you don't have to cook this week and have meals dropped off. Do something special for you. See how it feels. Feels good. Do more of that. And before I wrap today, one of the most controversial elements that I have seen in modern day Western women is when women tell me that they're used to doing everything by themselves, that they're tired, that they're burnt out, they need more time. They want more time with their kids or they need more time with their businesses. I can at minimum instantly find 15 to 25 hours a week in every woman's schedule. And most oftentimes that comes in the area of domestic support. And when the look on people's faces, when I suggest hire a housekeeper, the level of resistance in American women and global women is shocking to me and you can do what you want. I don't believe that any of us are better than anyone else. I don't believe that I am above doing any task in my home or my business. But what I do know is that on a practical level, it doesn't make much sense for you to do everything. You will never ultimately contribute the way you want to contribute if you're the one doing it all. And I remember even in the early days of my business, I think I was I don't know if I was like charging maybe $75 an hour or 50, $75 an hour, something like that. And I was doing the cleaning and the laundry and running to errands to go to the bank and and all that kind of thing. And then when I realized, wait a minute, I'm I'm going to do easy math. So I'll do the 50. I'm charging $50 an hour for my coaching sessions. And I just spent 3 hours doing laundry. That meant I just spent 3 hours on a housekeeper at $50 an hour, me being the housekeeper, it doesn't even make financial sense. Like I I can't afford to pay a housekeeper $50 an hour. And so when I realized that if I would hire someone to come and clean the house and do the laundry, and I filled up that time with coaching, that it made so much more sense financially. And then one step led to the next to the, to the next. So if you take a look at how much you're making you your corporate job or your business, uh, relatively speaking by the hour, you will probably see that not only can you not afford to pay yourself for those tasks, but you will free up a minimum of 15 to 25 hours a week to put into what you actually desire to do your, the way you desire to do your life by design in the first place. All right. So my loves, let's think big. Let's think abundant. Let's think pleasure. Let's think in what way is you up leveling your lifestyle going to positively impact your life and think of all the people it will also positively impact as well. All right. So if you would like some help with this, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to spend my money or I don't even know how to style a cheese plate or what to serve at a party or how to you know, do this whole lifestyle thing or give myself permission or switch my mindset on it, I want you to come join me in the Q Club. The Q Club is for all things queen. And we have five days a week where you get a brand new video. There's all kinds of other perks in there as well. There's super cool women from around the world that will help you just more fully step into your queenhood. It's basically like Gina DeVine Netflix meets Food Network meets, you know, I don't know, Goop Magazine. So come join us in the Q Club. You can check the links in the show notes on how to join us and what's there and all the good things because I'm telling you, divine working is great, but I want you to get really great at divine living as well. All right, my beautiful. I hope that you have loved this episode and it has been a blessing in your life. And if you could use a little extra love and support in sisterhood, I wanna invite you to join me in my global community in the Audacity to be Queen free companion course. This is completely free, and when you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity, you're going to get meditations, you're going to get videos, you're going to get workbooks, you're going to get Q&A call replays with me. It's just a whole bunch of positive programming completely for free. I want to make sure that you have this love in your life. So go get it now at divineliving.com forward slash audacity.